So we're so very excited to start another interview episode that we have here. I'm Haley. And I'm Johnny. And this is our new friend, Hannah. And this is Johnny, Johnny Haley, Haley, Hannah, Hannah Day, Day of Fun. So Hannah Kelly, she is the producer and concept lead for a game that is currently in the works called Remembering. And your, I don't, would you say, not necessarily company, but your gaming process group is The Wayward. So tell us a little bit about the project that you're working on and how you came to be, I guess I would say. We came to be off of a post on LinkedIn from Sterling Reams, who is a very like active person in the gaming industry, much more experienced than any of us are. And he was talking about juniors and how we really need to be hiring more and not having the three to five years of experience on entry-level jobs because that makes no sense. And mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people in the comments were discussing it. And Chad and a couple of other people were like, we should just make our own studio. And they were like, yeah, we should do that. And so they I ended up, yeah, they ended up making a discord and I was on the post and I was like, I would love to participate. And they were like, yeah, come on in. And we started, they had already started discussing like an idea and the general basis for the game from the beginning was horror. And originally we were treating it as like a game jam, which is a thing that a lot of people in the game industry do where they like get together and they have a timeline and they make a project in a very short amount of time for portfolio and just for fun to gain Mm -hmm. experience, lots of that sort of thing. I think they're really fun. So we traded it like that in the beginning. And then we were like, obviously we've gathered a bunch of people. We could monetize this at some point, but remembering is the first game that we have worked on. It's gone from the, in the beginning, we had this kind of like linear idea and then we turned it into um, a hide and find situation. There is a bit of a mystery element to it, so I don't want to say too much about the story, but it is based around a murder and the 90s and business nonsense in New York. (laughs) I like it already. That sounds fun. So this is something that is, would you say, like a side project or indie project? Because you guys, this is not necessarily your job at this point. Right. But if you could monetize things like that, how does that work when you're creating an indie game? Do you just have to like put it out through the app store somehow? It, like, how do you go about publishing your own game? Kind of. I think most of the time, because to be honest with you, I studied concept design and mostly focused on animation. So I have never really been on a game project in regards to actually releasing it. I have a lot of friends who were in that situation, but concept design is in both animation and game. So I originally joined the project just to be a concept artist. And then they were like, hey, we love your work. You should be the lead concept artist because we had a lead and they dropped out. And I was like, okay, sure. And then I recognized and one of the writers recognized, hey, we need a producer because we literally don't have one. And everyone was like, you should do it. And I was like, okay. So just gave like, me. Exactly. Within a week, I had shot to the top of the ladder of the project. And I was like, I don't know what's happening, but okay, I'm doing it. But I think most of the time people put it out on Steam first. Steam is the platform where a lot of indie stuff goes. 
I don't know if they have to be monetized or not. I don't think they have to. So I think most of the time they go there and then if people like them, you could you, then they start like putting like a dollar or five dollars on the game to buy it and then eventually it just like snowballs like among us mm-hmm. like that started like that and nope. it just went crazy okay very cool i do love seeing that a boss lady getting to the top of the project in the gaming world <laughs> i'm excited about it so sure. when you say that you are concept lead can you explain a little bit about what does that mean that you do for the game? Like, so you have story, but you have someone who's a writer for the story. Like, how do you, I guess the thing that I don't know is like, what are the different roles that you all have with the game? Again, like I'm someone who plays games, but I don't necessarily know, okay, who's doing what and how, like, I imagine it's a pretty big team of people. Yes, there's a lot of roles that you need, some of which I didn't even know about before I joined the project. I was like, (laughs) oh, we need a person for that. Okay, cool. But concept design specifically is in the pre-production phase. It's in the beginning when you're starting everything. So you have the writing team. They write the synopsis and kind of everything that you want. And then the concept artists go to town on that. So you decide what type of setting you want you decide what like backgrounds and environments you need drawn and then you decide what characters you have a basic description and then the concept artists are the ones who we first start with mood boards and like color schemes to get the feel and then everybody starts sketching out the environment and the character specifically usually people are assigned one particular thing so mm-hmm. we had someone who was designed the starting area which is a bedroom And then we had someone who came in and fleshed out what the entire rest of the game map looked like. And then we had two people who went in and started designing each room. And then we had people, one person who designed the main character, one person who designed the villain, per se. They have two versions. They designed both of the versions. And as the lead, I'm the one who is giving all the instruction in regards to what the writing team wants and what they need to do. So I'm the one who says, you need to do the bedroom, the kitchen, the dining room, go do it. And then if they have any questions, they need references, images, communicate between everybody to make sure that everything feels good. Everybody likes what everything looks like. And everything, Um, I suppose you're making sure everything fits together, right? That Yes. Everything's keeping to the theme that you're trying to go for. Exactly. And then the stylistically, because we are doing a we're doing a 3D model first person situation, we don't really have to worry okay. about like, the stylistic components because the 3D modelers take them and then they make them into models, which all have the same vibe because okay. we're doing more of a semi-realistic style. So we didn't really have to worry too much about the concept artist style versus the actual style things turn out as. But then... The modelers, once they're done, they give it to the riggers. They make grids so that everything can move fluidly. Then they give Mm -hmm. it to the animators. The animators make the movement happen. The programmers make everything work in the system. Mm -hmm. Then you have the UI, UX people who make the interface. So everything that you're seeing on screen, like a health bar or like a flashlight, everything that you can click on, they're the ones doing all that. There's a lot of different roles. I was going to say, this is really very involved. I don't think I knew how... It is a bit like you think of an animated movie, for example, that you have huge teams of people who are doing different roles and different tasks, and you have to bring it all together. 
And it sounds like you're mostly the one in charge of bringing all the pieces together. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> you're lucky <Sure>. you. <laughs> yeah, look at me. Yay. In in the industry in general, in this gaming industry, these kind of projects, this is something that you're doing on the side. So the people you're working with and yourself, for example, are you, is this a passion project and you guys are doing day jobs as, do you do programming? What's the thing that you do when you're not doing this project? Yes, absolutely. This is a side passion project. We don't have any money. Not yet. No, but always to get we'll help you. Yeah, we'll definitely try to help you manifest yep. that the best we can. Yeah. I'm a musician, so I can relate. Uh, yes, <laughs> yep. I forgot to mention we have audio people. They're going to make all the sounds, all the music, oh, yeah. all that. It's a whole thing. Oh, my goodness. But we have an amazing yep. guy who did like all of it at once, and the sounds are mm -hmm. great. But yeah, no, that's why it's so hard to keep people because mm -hmm. they pop in and then they're like, oh, I got a full time job. I don't have time anymore. And then they leave mm -hmm. and everybody's that's why it's taken us so long because it actually took us so long to do the concepts for the game map because we had three people who came in, said they were going to do it, dropped out and, and then finally oh, okay. the last guy stuck. But it took us so long to get that yeah. design that the modelers weren't able to start until six months into this with the whole environment. And it's just mm -hmm. taking them a long time to flesh out yeah. the whole thing because that just takes that takes a lot of time. But yes, I have a full-time job and I, I was there today and it was hard. <laughs> and it was hard. You, it was, it, I'm tired. <laughs> I appreciate you joining us. We do the nine to five thing too. And, and, and that's something that we, we've talked about a little bit, the idea of transitioning out of nine to five, I guess I would say. So when you're looking at trying to monetize a thing like like this, I, I don't know. I don't want to say that it's a do you have to hope that it just goes really big or is this something that you would maybe continue to work with this group of people to make other games and expand? What's what's the stepladder process a little bit for how that works? I think it's like exactly what you said, but you put it out there. You hope that it goes big enough for you to get money from it and to pay everybody who worked on it and that sort of a thing. And mm -hmm. once you're done, it should, can we do more? Do we have the capacity for it? Yeah. We definitely discussed it in the beginning. And that was the goal initially was this is going to be three months. This is our introductory kind of basic game that we're doing to get everybody doing stuff because the whole point was by juniors for juniors to have people come in and get the experience they need to put on their resume so that they have the three to five years or whatever that people right. think that you need. Um, and we always how, said, how do you get three years of experience if you can't get one? Exactly. Yeah. What, what are we doing? But yeah, so it's just, we were always like, yeah, we'll do that. And then it's been a year now. So I don't know if we're going to continue making games after it's up to the group if everybody wants to. I say yeah. we would definitely continue making them. We have a lot of people who are in like the community part of the Discord who have expressed mm -hmm. interest and we just have to be like, we don't have room for you right now. Maybe next, next yeah. game. Yeah. And then this has taken so long. It's, Is anybody still interested? So I think it's just we have to gauge that at, yeah. at the end of that if we have enough people to want to do another one. Yeah. How do you... I was going to ask you too, because you said you have a lot of people quit they get a full-time job and then they'll quit mid-project or whatever. How do you juggle that? Because do you just wipe it clean and start over? Or do you have somebody build on what somebody else has built? Like, how do you get around creating? 
creative. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. everyone has a different avenue we'll take with it. Or is it yeah. all up to you? <laughs> yeah, is it is everything on you? Or at the end of the day, you're in charge of it. I'm just... It's both. It's both. It is on me. And obviously, we have leads of each team. In regards to people quitting and then not completing work or something, then you, if we can't find a replacement, then it would be up to whoever is the leader of the team to and... attempt to pull that weight. In regards to with concept, because we kept having people dropping, it really depends on like how much they did and if we liked it or not. If they had a finished product we had some people who came in and they just modeled like a flashlight and that was like all they did but they finished mm -hmm. it we kept it but with the game map in particular the first person he did not understand my vision i explained it to him That's multiple scary. times he thought he knew better than me i was like you don't understand what i'm not listening about right and of course, like I'm a character concept artist, I'm not an environment person. So I needed someone to take the vision and ex do it, which is mm -hmm. exactly what concept artists are supposed to do. Yes. And I am a concept artist. <laughs> so I was like, I understand. <laughs> You're not doing what I want. And then the mm -hmm. second guy came on and he didn't do anything. He just came on and then left. And I was like, okay, I guess he doesn't exist anymore. And then yeah. this. The third guy came on and I explained everything to him. And he was like, all right, I got this. And he did. He had it. And it was great. Yeah. At third so time it's kind of just a, just a roll of the dice to see if you guys can find, get on the same page creative, creatively. Pretty much. Like that. Yeah. I can see a lot of pushback on that. Well, it, 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 you know, especially when you throw the word artist in, and that, that usually... But that usually puts people... There's like, a little or, bit of drama. What, yeah. We're all artists in our own way. We get a little... Sure. Uh, I'm a writer and, and an artist too. And so it's... Mm -hmm. We get sensitive about our creative yeah. you know, outputs sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, so people definitely do. And it's like... It's not you. I explained this and I explained yes. why this won't work and I right. just need you to work with me a little bit on maybe the in-between. Like when I was in art school... I was a kid who was like, I like what I did, even though the professor was just like, you should maybe not do it that way. And I was like, but I like it. So I'm keeping it. So yeah. I am that sassy person who stand where you are. <laughs> it doesn't work because of this, that and the other thing. You got to get on the same page. But when you're working on a project like that, it's John, you're a musician. If you're in a band, right? Like you all well, agree on yeah. what flavor you're going for. Right. Well, that's somewhat the problem with the band is if you don't assign a lead like role, because you can't really assign a lead role if three people started it. So it's a lot of, let's just throw these suggestions up in the air and see what we like kind of thing. You know what I mean? And a lot of the good ones go out the door with the bad, but you have to appease three people instead of one. So it's, I don't know. You can't say no to a lot of things and you very rarely hear yes. So <laughs> it's one of those situations. So is it, do you, as the concept lead for you then, do you, yeah. like, do you get to decide all, like, all these things it, it, or it, do you stick mostly to the story that was written by your writers? What's, because you have the vision that you're helping to explain, but you're more kind of facilitating the people who are doing all those other roles. You're not yeah. designing it all yourself. Yes. Typically that is how it goes. I was one of the writers, actually. That's what they're telling okay. me at first. So I understood both views very well because they had explained it to me thoroughly i'd help come up with stuff 
And actually, the reason why things got shifted in the beginning, because originally we had the idea to have you're walking down a long hallway and you're going to experience certain things in this hallway and you're going to run into the thing at the end and fight it Mm -hmm. and then move on to the next level. And when we had a meeting with the programmers and like the 3D people, they actually were like, no, like we refuse to do fights. Like that's too complicated. We're not going to have any battle schematics at all. So you got to change that around a little bit. And then (laughs) and then one of the guys was like, oh, hallway is so boring. We should have it be laid out more like this. And he like crudely Mm -hmm. sketched something up and. Mm -hmm. Everybody agreed, okay, if we're not going to have a battle, then yeah, the hallway idea maybe doesn't work. So we decided on a hide and find game. And that is exactly what we were struggling with in the concept department because the they kept thinking New York apartment very small. And I was like, no, yeah. if we're going to do a hide and find game, we cannot have it all be an open yeah. floor situation. Yeah, studio the- apartment. Exactly. Right. The creature's going to find you literally no matter where you are <laughs> right. in the environment. You can't hide from it. So right. what, like, and we were like, guys, do we have heights? Are we going to be able to hide mm-hmm. under things and hide in things? Or are we just making sure we're not being seen? We can't have an open floor studio apartment that's this yeah. little tiny rectangle. It's got to mm-hmm. be a little bit more than that. I'm not asking you to make a mansion. I'm just asking you to break up a little bit. And that's what they were struggling with was no, but it's New York. And I was like, I don't care if it's New York. You need space space to do the thing. So it it really is a a, a work in progress or or kind of work things out as you go. Is, I I guess my question would be then, is this something that is normal to the process of the creation of a game? So I understand that this is more of an indie project, a a passion project for you guys. But in the industry, as games are being developed, is that kind of a common thing for things to be more fluid like that? That you start with a story, but that you have to, based on what every role is or what you can do, you have to... Every project has an evolution, right? Nothing is yes. yeah. exactly the same when you start as when you get into it. Yeah. No, I'd say this is pretty much how every creative team starts is you just make things on a piece of paper and throwing them at the wall and seeing what sticks and what people want to do, what people feel. If you've watched like any behind the scenes with Disney films and stuff, sometimes they'll be like, yeah, we had this whole thing and then we scrapped it because everyone was like, And we changed the idea completely, even though we kept the same idea of the story. But Mm -hmm. like with Elsa, like Elsa was originally a villain. She was like such a had such a crazy design. It was like so cool. And then was like, no, we want to do sisterly love. Never mind, because (laughs) these guys over here wrote a song that's so beautiful. We can't do the villain story anymore. We're basing this off of this now. Yeah, that's hilarious. It definitely goes all over the place. It's. (laughs) <laughs> That's actually really interesting. See, I think I would enjoy seeing Elsa as a villain and how that would, like, that yeah. alternate universe, what would that look like kind yeah, of you thing. Should, you should look up her designs. They're, like, the concept art is so cool. That's yeah, really sure. interesting. That's, it's uh, one of the things that I would not think about, not just for games, but for animated movies and things like that, that a project that the finished product that I see, obviously, watching Frozen, like, I had no idea that's where it started. 
Oh, I yeah. Mean, no, the whole entertainment industry is just a bunch of people in a room going, what are we doing? I don't know. I like this. <laughs> Ten years like later. It. I like this instead. Let's do that. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's, let's do it that. So many things. Like, I'll give you another fun fact. Like, the Flynn Rider was designed because they had a hot man meeting where they brought every female employee into the room and was like, what is your ideal man? And they all wrote down stuff <laughs> and they formed what he and looked like based off of that. Yeah. I love that. That's fantastic. I That's what I would love is to just be an ideas person in a room throwing things out because I think that's like the only thing I would be good at. <laughs> like I that's can, I concept is. That's what concept is. That's why I love being a concept artist. I see. Now I need to talk to you about that then because I'm like, I can come up with ideas. I got short story. I like mm -hmm. ideas are my thing. I don't have the capacity to do coding or animation necessarily <laughs> or any right. of that stuff, but I can write a story and I can come up with ideas. That's really so. What other are there other projects like this that you have worked on, or other maybe games, or what would I say, products that you have had a hand in that you've also done? Yes, I've gone around a little bit here and there. I did a intern, a creative internship, which pretty much was just like graphic design. They called me creative, but I was like, I'm just doing graphic design, guys. <laughs> but where it was like a live action TV show, actually. It was like a rom-com situation. And I was doing like a lot of their their graphics. And I did the UI sort of thing where I did the phone screen because it was supposed to be like a dating app. Oh, um, sure. And then I did... I can't say too much about this one, but I can't say what they released to the public, which was it was Avatar The Last Airbender 3, basically, but it wasn't what they ended up going with because this was before Avatar Studios became a thing. So it was someone who was trying to come up with the third version of it and they were going to pitch it to Nickelodeon. So we had all gathered to make the pitch deck, basically. And that was one of those situations where the guy at the top, who was the creative visionary, everything completely fell through because he could not give in to what people were saying, basically. He was like, yeah. my way or the highway. And we were like, some of these ideas don't work for very specific reasons. And then mm -hmm. it became like, oh, I don't like what you're doing. And I was the lead concept artist on that one, too. And he, I got kicked off, basically, with pretty much no explanation. Because the explanation they gave was, like, ridiculous. I don't believe that for a second. Mm -hmm. And I think it was so just literally because I was disagreeing with him. I was like, okay. So is this yeah. a situation, like, work or is this sort of freelance Do you, in the way that work comes along for you? Like, where you're not... You're not with a company, for example, and you're just always working on different game projects. Are you having to go out and look for work? The All the projects that I have worked on in that capacity have all been the same as this one, where they are not paid. They are free. It's if you're giving your time or whatever. The internship in particular was supposed to be for college people mm -hmm. for like college credit and they didn't put that on like the description so i applied and they were like you're super overqualified but if you want it you can have it and i was like yeah i need experience because mm -hmm. the entry-level jobs say i need it right i didn't get yeah. to do anything during school because covid happened in my junior year of college so i just completely got axed from the world and right yeah. didn't have the opportunity which no one's taking into account at all so hard yeah, that's something that I guess I wouldn't have thought of. They talk about the pandemic having affected elementary school kids and high school kids. But mm -hmm. if you're in college and you were trying to get internships and get yourself into the industry that you went to school for, 
yeah, that's a big hindrance when nobody's got work going because everybody's at home. Yeah. It was awful because my friend was a year older, so she graduated right when the pandemic started. Oh, so she couldn't find anything for the year. And then my entire senior year, we were still online and I was suffering because one of the big things about art college is that you're all together, you're all discussing things and showing each other your work and collaborating and stuff. I didn't have any of that. I just had this on a screen. And then you got used to it. Yeah, exactly. And it was was really hard. For a game then, if you're all separate and you said like even your team, you have people who are like international, you guys are all over the world. How do you put the game together in in one place are you able to do you have some kind of shared server space where you're putting all the pieces together that must be a challenge in and of itself that you're not like sharing a computer network for a company for example it is but it is discord is very effective for the discussion part of that and then we have a google drive where we put everything and we haven't completely put it together yet, but basically there is a thing called GitHub and it depends on what you're using, but we're using Unity and basically you have a space that everybody can join and that whole space is where the entire like map is built. Okay, that's interesting. Okay. Very cool. This is so fascinating to me because I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything about how video games are put together. Mm-hmm. So just the... I, I don't know why I, I wouldn't expect it to be just like, again, an animated movie where you have a huge team of people. But when you think of it in terms of having to do it from this sort of Zoom call discord in the distance sense to put together a project, just kudos to you guys that you're doing it because it, yeah. it is an additional challenge and you're not being funded. So I I think that it's just really great to see that you enjoy what you do so much and you want the experience so much that you are you know, yeah. keeping after a project like this. Good for y'all and good for you for sticking with it because mm-hmm. obviously you've had to deal with people going in and out and leaving and taking on maybe bigger roles than you were expecting. Yeah, exactly. I just want this one to be finished because a lot of the other yeah. ones, they don't get finished because people mm-hmm. lose interest or like that one thing happened where that guy was just not being agreeable after a certain point. Yep. It gets really rough. And mm-hmm. it's, I just want the project to be finished so that we can show people that we did it. That's like that you can do it. That you can put it together. And like when you're creating too, I tell people all the time, it's done is better than perfect. Oh, you know what I mean? Absolutely. I can sit here and tweak any little detail about it until I'm blue in the face and never release it. I could change it a million times, but you'll get nowhere doing that. Exactly. You know they, I mean? were, they were working on Snow White. Literally up until the minute before showtime, no one is perfect at all. And I'd say that's the thing that I say to myself, especially with like writing and stuff. There's such a thing as good enough. And there is. There's such a thing as good enough. Put it out there and move on to the next thing because sometimes that's what you need to do. Absolutely. That's what SCAD taught me. Good enough. Nope. I was a perfectionist. I lost it. No, I'm done with this project. I can't do it anymore. I've told Haley too, we're all our own worst enemy. So it's, no, you'll it's never true. finish it if it's never going to be good enough. You know what I mean? It's always going to be something you can change. No, it's true. And you, and when you are your yeah. own worst critic, you are absolutely mm-hmm. like, you do have to just give it up and say it's good enough because you're the one who has to release mm-hmm. it and put it out there. 
Yeah. But I do want to ask just like for you uh, and so what gaming things did like John and I were talking about this, like yeah. what kind of gaming things did you grow up with that got you into gaming? Because John and I like we come from. I assume we might be a little older than you. I don't know. I don't know how to gauge anybody's ages. I'm terrible. Like, <laughs> She's talking about college and, and pandemic. I assume I'm a little bit older. Just a teeny bit. But like, what are the games that you grew up playing? Because like I, when I was a kid, we had an Atari for a hot minute. Just be aware that I come from as a child playing things like Pitfall real time. Yeah. Okay. Noted. So, aware. Okay. Zelda, this is my 3DS from when I was 12. Oh, like, yes. I, I still yeah. have oh, it. Nice. This is the, I grew up on Zelda. Zelda is like my biggest obsession. It's one of the only games that I play, really, because <laughs> I asked for an Xbox and, and other things. And my parents were like, you have Nintendo and that's all you get. And I was like, oh, all yeah. right. But as long as I can play Zelda, I'm happy. So pretty yeah. much that. And then RPGs are my biggest thing. I'm like looking at all my games down there. I'm like, I got Fire Emblem. I like the rhythm games like Theatre Rhythm. Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Pokemon was one of the biggest besides Zelda. But Zelda has literally been my entire aesthetic since I found out what it was. Yeah. Uh, always mention it. But yeah, I, I play other things like Among Us and things with okay. friends. But if I'm just by myself, it's pretty much just going to be Zelda. I love it. Okay. Like, nothing wrong with that. I have a brother that plays a lot of RPGs too. He plays like World of Warcraft, stuff like that. But he, he used to play, like we had, when we were kids, we got PlayStation one. Yeah. So like he started playing a lot of stuff on that. We always had Nintendos and stuff like the super Nintendo and stuff like that. We had, he played like Zelda and Bomberman and all, like all that stuff. But yeah, Zelda was a big deal in my household as well with my brother for sure. See, now I'm going to age myself a lot and I'm gonna, I was in love with the DOS games from like the old PCs, yeah. like Commander Keen and Crystal mm -hmm. Cave. I'm sure you'd have to Google these things somewhere on YouTube. I'm sure someone like still plays them somehow. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I've definitely come way from before that. But that is really, that's interesting to me too. I think gaming in general is... I don't know. Would you say that you, you think it's evolved even since you have been playing? What sort of things are popular anymore or what sort of yeah. games? So like when you're looking to develop like the next new game, are, are, are you looking to create something that is different than anything that people are doing right now? Or is there something mm -hmm. that's like trending that you would jump into this kind of game or that kind of game? Yeah, it's definitely like a balance with that sort of a thing because things that are popular versus being unique there's definitely you gotta balance mm -hmm. the two but that was the thing with this game it was we want something simple it was supposed to be fast <laughs> really wasn't mm -hmm. fast but simple like quick easy that sort of thing so we ended up going with something that has been done a lot in recent years there are a lot of horror hide and find games i'm terrified of them so i yeah. don't play yes. them but i know there are a lot out there because i know a lot of people who play them and that was my thing when we switched from the hallway to the hide and find i was like this has been done like so many times recently and they were like mm -hmm. listen yeah. we're, we just want to get something out there to start right. with and i was like okay sure a year later here okay. we are. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the goal is to do more unique stuff 
the next time. And then like me and the writers were all like, we want to do fantasy next. So that was the <laughs> fantasy's coming back a lot right now, um, yep. which I'm so happy about because I love fantasy. But yeah, it's definitely a thing, especially because I'm an artist who like sells at like comic events and like stuff too. So okay. that's always oh, a thing okay. when making art also it's like you gotta make some popular stuff people will buy and then you gotta make some stuff that if i saw that at a con i would immediately buy that because nobody ever makes it yeah to balance yeah you gotta do both mm -hmm. that is very cool i would really love to talk to you like even later offline about so like i write a fictional podcast that i would love to see as like a video game i don't have any idea how to get it started necessarily but like, i would love to talk to you about it because then i wonder too about I know that there's um, programs out there online that are even like free open source programs where you can mm -hmm. create your own like gaming app, mm. for example, and put those out yourself and try to have them with paid or whatever, however you do it. Is that something from a, the perspective of someone who's got maybe more technical skills in it? Would you ever look at doing something like that, like the open source things where you can create your own gaming app or... Do you like how did the quality of a game that's being produced? Do you think that things like that, that someone's doing DIY themselves can be as, I don't know if high level is the right word, but like quality mm -hmm. as something where you have a team put together that's working on it? I don't really know anything about the open source, make your own app situations. So I can't really say because okay. I haven't seen like the results, but I do know that a lot of things that come from programs that you can input, like the AI art stuff that's going around a lot right now, it's not as good as when people make it themselves. I work at a print shop right now and I see so many things where people have six fingers. Yeah. I got an eye up here and I'm like, guys, you got to pay attention. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Did you not see that? Okay. And yeah. I know the quality definitely usually beats things where you have to just do it really easy but there's also a lot of people like me out there who make those types of things for other people to use because they understand it really well so I think it just depends when it comes to that sort of a situation but I think that if you are passionate enough about a project and you make it yourself that it will be good and you will accomplish the thing even if you don't think so, there might be people out there who are super duper interested in that. You just got to yeah. put yourself out there. Yeah, no. Yeah, first a, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, there's a couple in my hometown. I'm from North Dakota. And um, there's a couple in my hometown that they they developed a RPG, an MMORPG called Minions of Mirth. Ooh. And it's, it's like World of Warcraft, but like a little bit of a lower budget one or whatever, but they have a player base and they've been keeping it going. I think it's like a, pa it's a passion project. It's not, it doesn't make them much money, but it's not yeah. something they keep going and stuff like that. They got, I think the guy's a journalist or something like that, but it, it's something they've been, they've had going for about 15 years that I've known about it. So it's got a player base. It's, I just thought that was interesting that I just thought of that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. There you go. And there's always ways yeah. to get around things to get to there i have a friend yep. who is they do webtoon canva so they're not on webtoon originals but they do have a comic mm. on canva they have a good following i'm a colorist for them i, I do the flats often and mm. they 
amassed a really great following and then they decided i'm gonna make a pixel game of my main comic and obviously since they have a huge following already and once they release it i'm sure tons of people will be in on it so it just depends on your skills what can you do right now to help you get there and you said that's on canva that so it's on Webtoon, but Webtoon has like two sections. There's the originals, which are like all the people who are like super duper famous and like get paid and whatnot, like Laura Olympus. And then okay. Canva is the one where, and Webtoon, it's a really great idea. What they do is Canva is an open platform. Anybody can make a comic and put it on there. You don't have to have any credentials. And then what they do is they actually pull from Canva for their originals, basically. They're just like, okay. oh, that one's really good. We're going to make it an original. And then they throw it in there. And the originals have books shows k-dramas they've amassed <laughs> the way to the top just by letting people put comics on their platform yes. mm-hmm. that, so do the people that make those comics that are on canva and i hope i'm saying that because i think i'm thinking canva like where i make the thumbnails for the youtube videos that i make am i correct like that yeah, they pronounced the same way as far as i'm aware okay. is it the same website though no, I'm like, I don't think I remember seeing comics on Canva, but OK, but I might just be like having a brain fart and it might be canvas, but I'm pretty sure it's Canva. Let me get my app. But don't worry about <laughs> it. But that's interesting to me. So they publish these comics that it's canvas. I'm stupid. It's canvas. No, you're not. Don't even worry about it. So you, when you're publishing those and then Webtoon gets a hold of it, does that person who published it on canvas get whatever? I don't know if is it a royalty situation? Like, how does that? I don't know the specifics, but yeah, they keep the thing that they basically just they form a contract with Webtoon is what I'm guessing is what it seems like because I follow a lot of the original people on instagram and stuff it basically is like a contract and then they move them over to originals and then they usually they redo their beginning ones to make it clean it up and just there's like a certain amount that you can do it lengthwise and so they refigure the first couple but they don't change them and then they just keep going and they're super duper famous <laughs> uh, yeah. they're making tons of money that's really interesting, though, because as a writer, I don't have the artist, traditional artist skills of creating a character. I do abstract art for myself, but it, I don't have the like the, the drawing skills for comics, for example. Hmm. When people are posting, are these collaborative things as well, where you have someone who is maybe you have a writer who teams up with a an artist, right? And then they make a comic and put it on there. Because I, in my mind, I'm like, OK, if I wanted to get my stuff out there in a mm-hmm. different way. Yeah. By writing is Absolutely. that yeah, a, an avenue yeah there there are tons of people who do that and there's the most because with canvas those are usually like just one person like this is my comic and i made it but like in webtoon originals because there's a lot of ones from korea <laughs> that they okay. brought over um there's a lot of teams like that uh there's one guy in particular who's like he's so good at what he does and i thought he was like doing both. And no, it turns out he's just the writer and he just finds those really great artists and pairs with them. And they've got mm-hmm. like a really good thing going and they just kept going. And then some of the Webtoon originals people, they're so busy with their stuff at this point, but they have more story ideas. So they'll hire other artists will be like, hey, I have a story. You need to be able to draw it in my style. 
but come over here and we'll be your people. And the Webtoons, they all have teams. Like I said, I'm the colorist because my friend, he can't always do it all by himself. But the Webtoon Originals one, yeah, they have they have big teams. They have people who line them, people who flat them and color them, people who do the backgrounds. It just depends on the capacity for the original person because a lot of mm -hmm. us end up with carpal tunnel and hand injuries and then we can't do things. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, that's no good. Nobody wants that. That's really interesting though. I get it. that's, it's one of those things that as a, a writer, I think mm -hmm. of like the stories that I have, it's. You don't always necessarily think of those different ways or different avenues that you could follow to get your stuff out there in a different sort of way. So I think that's really cool. And I just I do love it that I do love to see people who collaborate on things like this. Again, just that yep. like you have a passion and you're so interested in it that you go after it. I just it's one of those things that it keeps you going as a creative person to see other people doing it. Yeah, definitely. For sure. So mm -hmm. I do, we want to be very respectful of your time. So I don't, we don't want to keep you forever. This has been really super interesting to me though, because there's just yeah, so many facets sure. of all of this that I just did not understand. So, mm -hmm. but if people want to find, once you have this game, if people want to find it, like, let us know, like, where can people watch for this coming? And like, when you do have it out, we'd love to share it out with people. So mm -hmm. where should people be looking out for it or finding you if they want to talk to you? In terms of the game, I think our goal was to release it on Steam. So we don't have it anywhere where you could find it yet because we have not looked into making that account. Everybody for a little while was like, we're going to focus on making a website. We're going to focus on like business mm -hmm. stuff. And I was like, everybody mm -hmm. come back. We need to finish the yeah. game first and then we can <laughs> focus on all that. So we branded in a bit, haven't started on those kind of outside stuff yet. But we will let you know when mm -hmm. we do finish it. As for me, I'm on Instagram. And TikTok, I don't post on there as much, though. My username sure. is Calere. It's spelled really weird. It's C-A-E-L-E-R-E. -E -E. It's the Roman word for sky or Latin. Latin word for sky. It's pretty, but nobody understands how to spell it. <laughs> I like it. It's all right. You can send it to us. We'll put that yeah. in the description link. And definitely when you do sure. release the game, let us know because we would love to share that out for mm -hmm. sure. Do you have anything else that you would want to just for yourself? What kind of self-promotion do you want to do? <laughs> give, give you an opportunity to plug what's your little quick cv elevator pitch hello is i the person who's been talking to you this whole time <laughs> it's oh. hannah kelly exactly. hannah kelly is here for y'all she is the right. concept artist that can keep people together who aren't even being paid yeah yes, sure. exactly. i am concept but also visual development as a whole which means i do storyboards and and colorists and all that sort of thing it's like a group term i would love to have a job in the professional entertainment industry. And so would so many people. We need to be better about getting us jobs. Let it, yeah, yeah. Let it, letting some of the new blood in there. Like we're out here create, creating things on the DIY, but bring us in. We got some cool ideas for sure. I, I know I that, that face says it all. I love it. Yeah. I do have one, one question to just before we say yeah. our goodbyes. I like, I would say the first video game that kind of got me was uh, Grand Theft Auto 3. Mm -hmm. The first one where they made like in the actual world where you could walk around and stuff like that and you could actually look at it and stuff. What are your thoughts as a game, as you're developing a game? What are your thoughts as the new Grand Theft Auto is coming out? Like, if they're releasing the screens and stuff like that, what happens when you guys see stuff like that? Is it just another game? Or are you, well, is there excitement? 
oh yeah there's always excitement yeah we're all super huge nerd <laughs> yeah, we, we all have like our little facets obviously mine yeah. is zelda but everybody yes. has their little like facets of things that they like absolutely are obsessed with but especially mm-hmm. those like titles that have been around forever mm-hmm. absolutely like every if if you love grand theft auto as a child at any point in time like for any of the games mm-hmm. you will be excited for it coming out for the next million years like it's never gonna get old <laughs> For sure. That's that's me with Zelda. They just came out with this one. It was just basically Breath of the Wild again, but like mm-hmm. different. I still played the whole <laughs> thing and I'm not really done with it and love it. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It's, it's true. Some of the things you love when you were a kid, you just love forever, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's the one thing with Zelda players too, is they usually you usually ask them like, Did you enjoy the game? I played it like ten times. You know what I mean? So it's like, you must really like it. Or you haven't finished it yet because you cannot stop running around <laughs> doing right. side quests. I, I'm still getting... stuck on those. <laughs> it happens. How is that different than life? Don't a lot of us just get stuck on side quests in life? <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> that's, what these ga- that's what making these projects are is a side quest. You're like, I'm not doing the main quest of adulting right now. I'm doing side yeah. quest of making funny little games. Oh, right. I am so with you, though. I, who wants to do the main adulting game oh, yeah. anymore anyway? She's ready. She's ready. <laughs> Get that later. Later. Thank you so much. <laughs>